Hey y'all, welcome to Blonversations. I'm your host, Bren. This week, I wanted to dive right in and talk about mental health. I have been sharing a little bit each episode that I personally have been struggling, and I'm happy to report that I am starting to feel like a human again and that it has taken a lot of work to get there. And I think that it's something that we don't talk about enough as a society in a way that doesn't feel judgmental or scrutinized. I try to be very open and honest about it because it does no good to feel shameful or to hide it, but it's still uncomfortable. It's still not something that I'm super stoked about, but I do know that it's helpful because I know when I'm feeling that way, hearing that I'm not alone is so helpful for me and it is helpful for other people to know that they're not alone, especially when you're struggling with the scary sides of mental health and depression and feeling lonely and isolated and scared and sad. Knowing that it's temporary and that it won't always be that way and that you're not alone in those feelings is huge. So a couple key things stood out to me over the last couple weeks and I just wanted to talk about them. I had an opportunity to go and hang out with a girlfriend and her family and I wouldn't commit to the plans. (laughs) I was really anxious about it. And so the time came that it was like, are you coming? Are you not? And I said, yeah, I'm just, oh, my anxiety is just kind of getting the best of me right now. And she was incredible. She was like, okay, let's talk about it. What are you anxious about? What is making you feel anxious? And so I told her the different things that I was feeling and she listened to me and heard me and really just made me feel like, yes, my feelings are valid, but also they're not something that should hold me back from having a good day. And she was so kind and so considerate of my feelings and just wanted to like essentially hold my hand through my anxiety And it was phenomenal. And I ended up going and I had the best time and it was amazing. And I'm really glad. At one point before I went, I had said to her that I didn't know if I should go, if I wanted to go. Maybe I should just stay home because I didn't want to get there and like be anxious and ruin, you know, everyone else's day. And she was like, okay, I hear you. But what are you going to be doing if you don't go? I was like, oh, laying in bed. Now, mind you, I had just gotten home from work. Like I had already worked that day. I had just gotten home and I was like, I don't know, probably laying in bed on my phone, just relaxing. And she said, okay, can you do that when you get home? (laughs) And I said, yeah, you're right. I probably should. Like I probably should just not stay and isolate myself in my feelings. And it was just phenomenal. It was amazing. I had the best time. And if she hadn't listened and helped me talk through those fears and those things that were stimulating my anxiety, I wouldn't have gone. I would have said no and I would have canceled on myself. Now, the flip side of this is I also know 
and have been told recently (laughs) by a very wise woman that I need to start saying no to things, but not not in the sense of this, like not in the sense of going out with a friend or catching up with someone or doing something that is really good for me and really healthy for me and wonderful, but I need to start setting boundaries and I need to start saying no. So I did that with one of my jobs this week. I wasn't scheduled to work and somebody wanted the day off and I had been asked if I would work and I was like, well, I don't know. I don't really want to work. I'm not feeling that great kind of just want to have a break and a breather. And all of a sudden I'm feeling like guilty, right? I'm feeling like I'm letting someone down and I don't want to feel that way. And I don't want anyone to be mad at me. And it's not that I can't work. I'm saying I don't want to. So if I just don't want to, maybe I should. And I sat with it for a couple days. I talked about it with my husband and a couple friends. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't like want anyone to be upset, right? And I don't want to let someone down. And the girl that wanted the day off had plans and uh, she had already picked up the shift for someone else. And so it was kind of like a big old mess, right? And I just kept thinking like, I don't want to. I need a break so bad. And so I ended up texting my boss and I was like, hey, I'm not going to be available to pick up that shift. I will happily help you find someone else um, to cover the shift, but, like, I can't be the person. And I sent the text, and I was like, oh, God, I'm letting my boss down. I'm letting the staff down. I'm a big loser. (laughs) And she responded, and she was like, oh, it's fine. It'll be fine. No worries. Thanks, though. Like, it was so casual, so completely fine. And I'm like oh my gosh, (laughs) it's okay. I said no and it was okay. Okay. Huh. That's weird because I definitely felt like everything was going to blow up in my face and it was going to be a shit show, right? And so my husband was like, I'm really proud of you because I know how hard that was for you, but I want you to recognize that in no way, shape, or form does it take away all the wonderful things you do for this job and what an asset you are to this job. But also, if you're not available, they will be okay and they will figure it out. And it's okay for you to take a break because they have a wonderful boss and they have a good team and like everyone's going to be fine. And that sounds so silly and easily understood, but it wasn't for me because I just assume that I can't say no, right? And it was huge, huge for me to set that boundary. And if we don't set those boundaries for ourselves and we don't establish like, no, I I need to prioritize myself today and and that's okay right? And it was okay. My boss wasn't upset at all. Like, it was totally fine. And I think that that's huge. I think that when we are struggling, and even when we're not struggling, let's be honest, we still have to set those boundaries and we still have to establish self-care and prioritization. And I'm not saying, like, fuck your job. (laughs) Don't go to work if you don't feel like it. But I am saying 
if you are similar to me, then you need to establish healthy boundaries that stop prioritizing everyone and everything around you over your own health and well-being because that is what I had been doing. I have a pattern of doing that and I start to feel like, okay, I'm not, I'm doing good. And then it all just goes out the window. And that's something that when I started feeling out of control and I'm talking to people in my life and saying, you know, I'm really struggling. I don't think I'm not doing so hot. I scheduled an appointment with my doctor, talked to my doctor, and I'm like, look, I don't want to get on medication unless I have to. I have had really bad experiences with it, but I'm not doing good, and I also know that I don't want to feel like this every day. And so we came up with a really solid plan, and part of the problem is I stopped taking care of myself. I wasn't working out like I was used to, barely at all. I did a couple of races, and... That was kind of the extent of it. Like I wasn't getting on my bike. I wasn't doing my weightlifting and I was barely eating. And if I was eating, I was eating like hell because I kind of went through this phase of air fryers, (laughs) not multiple air fryers, but just air frying everything. And I'm like, well, it's air fried. So it's healthy, right? It's in the air fryer. It's in the air fryer. It's healthy. It's air fried. It's not deep fried. It's air fried, blah, 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 blah. Okay. (laughs) Air fryer does not mean healthy. It's still a fucking chicken taquito, babe. It's not the best thing for you to eat. And if that's basically all your nutrition for the day, not great. Not great at all. And so I was like consuming a bunch of dairy, which I'm lactose intolerant. And I was air frying all these delicious frozen snacks, which I typically don't eat a bunch of frozen food unless it's like frozen veggies that I throw on a sheet pan in a hurry. And so I just was feeling like dog shit. And then I wasn't sleeping and I've been working six to seven days a week. And my husband and I now are working different schedules. So we don't even have a day off together. Like so many things have been happening and I just backburnered my health. And when I started backburnering my physical health, my mental health took a major nosedive because I know that my anxiety gets out of control when my space gets messy and my anxiety gets out of control when I'm not in a routine and I'm not sleeping well and I'm not working out because I need to work out to release that pent up feeling, right? It helps me feel in control and feeling in control and in control of my space and my environment and my body really, really helps with my anxiety. So, you know, talking to all these amazing people around me, helping me navigate that, Help me to realize that everything's connected. And if we're saying that everything's connected, then that means that we need to recognize that it is just as important to focus on our mental health as it is to prioritize and focus on our physical health. And I had forgotten that. I started implementing little habits each day to try and get me back on track. My husband is absolutely amazing and he is the best person that I could ever ask for with the things that I struggle with because he just is so patient with me and so kind and understanding and I just, I really don't know how I would navigate life (laughs) basically without him. I don't know how I ever did it before he was there. (laughs) I struggled worse, but I will say that 
slowly implementing things back into my routine and trying to focus on little things at a time is so helpful. And I was talking about it with my aunt and she's like, okay, it can feel overwhelming when it's big picture, but let's knock it down. Let's chip away at it and just make it one thing to focus on and then two things to focus on. And instead of being so overwhelmed by all of it, just tackle little things at a time and then you'll see that it's totally doable and you're fully capable. And I thought that was a really great tip when it comes to all of it, right? It's one thing at a time. And so for me, that was when it came to nutrition. My girlfriend is a beach body coach and she talks so much about, you know, tackle the things that you can and focus on the things that are in your control. So control how much water you intake, control the fact that you're going to add vegetables to every meal. And if you can't physically work out, then stretch or meditate or do whatever you can, right? So I'm like, okay, I have all these brilliant people around me that are giving me the information that I need basically on the daily. So now it's time to listen and time to get my wits about me and start doing the things that I know make me feel better. And I talked to both of my sisters about it too. And it's just nice. It's really, really important to have a support system around. The good thing is we've all kind of been struggling. And so not only is it nice to have someone to lean on, it's nice to have someone that can share that they've been feeling similar and you can our family, (laughs) our family definitely cuts things with humor. And so, you know, that you can share jokes with, we make really morbid jokes and they're not always everyone's taste, (laughs) but for us, it's really awesome. And honestly, just taking time to recognize that it's okay to say no. It's okay to put stuff off till tomorrow. Like, the whole world's not going to end because you didn't get all the laundry done or the whole world's not going to end because you took a couple hours of sick leave because you weren't feeling great and you did some yoga and took a bath and now you're ready to work the rest of your shift. Like there is no, like I've told you guys before, there's no one right way to do things. There's no one size fits all for life. So as much as we understand that, that also means that we need to be adaptable and flexible with our expectations for ourselves. And in doing that, that means that we need to think about all the things that are so important for us as people. And that means doing things that bring us joy and happiness, prioritizing our mental health, prioritizing our physical health, pursuing our passions and hobbies, And not just getting caught up in the day-to-day bullshit and the woes of the world, you know, trying to remember that as much as it seems really scary, there are far more incredible, amazing, beautiful things happening around us. Sometimes we just need to put our fucking phone down. We need to turn the news off. We need to take a step outside go for a run, go for a walk, sit and meditate, go do some grounding work in the front yard. (laughs) I learned that I absolutely love walking in the rain 
Obviously, I wear a jacket. I'm from Washington. We don't do umbrellas. <laughs> it's just, it's just not. You're just going to get wet. So I throw on a good North Face and I go for a walk. And it is so freeing to work out in the rain. I thought I was going to hate it and I absolutely love it. Honestly, I prefer it. I would rather be wet and cold than way too hot because when you're cold, you can always warm up, but when you're hot, it's a lot harder to cool down. So, (laughs) and then as far as like easy mental health things you can do, take a bath, listen to music, read a book, meditate, draw, spend time snuggling your dog on the couch, have a date, have a date with your spouse, your partner, your best friend, like take time to just enjoy life. I saw something that talked about like romanticizing your life and being a tourist in your own town. I'm like, okay, I am not a huge fan of where we live. I have big grandiose dreams of living in a different state and having a different life than I currently have. I love my life for the fact that I love my husband and I have amazing friends and family, but the Pacific Northwest is beautiful. It's just not where I want to spend all my days. There's such a big world out there. I want to go see, do, explore. But anyways, so I can tend to get really negative because I don't want to be here. And instead of continuing to perpetuate this negativity, I'm like, okay, fine. We have to be here. This is where we fucking live, right? For now, I have to be here. So instead of being a brat about it and making me feel shittier, I need to take a different approach and I need to be excited that we're here. And there were so many years that I spent begging my husband to move back here. And so many times that I'm like, I wish we were home. I wish we were home. I wish we were home. So when I'm feeling anxious and when I'm feeling upset, I'm like, okay, when I was wishing we were home, what were the things I was missing? I was missing family. I was missing friends. I was missing normalcy. I was missing familiarity. So I'm like, okay, what can we do to have those feelings and enjoy it here? So this week I scheduled a surprise date for my husband. I just told him like, don't make plans this night. When I get off work, we're going to do something. He had the day off and we went and got a couple's massage. It was phenomenal. So needed. I can't tell you the last time I was that relaxed. I'm like, oh man, I wish I could come here every week because it was amazing. He was so relaxed. Then we went to our favorite little Mexican restaurant, tiny little hole in the wall, uh, place that we've been going my whole life and had a lovely dinner. Then we came home and we, I taught him how to play Scrabble. (laughs) We were at Costco earlier in that week and Costco has these like new deluxe versions of the board games out. And so there was Scrabble, Monopoly, and Clue. And Monopoly and Clue was a twofer. And then Scrabble was the other. And I'm like, well, we obviously need all of them because they're beautiful. And he was like, we don't even play Scrabble. I've never even played Scrabble. I'm like, what? Okay, hold the phone. So we get Scrabble and I'm like, okay, I don't know if you're going to think it's nerdy or dumb, but it's really fun. So we played Scrabble. 
had such a good time. Then my husband, this whole pandemic has never once gotten a TikTok. He, he's just like, he doesn't do all the apps and everything. He's more of like a YouTube guy <laughs> and follows these like redneck people. And so I'm like, well, I bet your redneck people have fucking TikTok. So after Scrabble, we're like laying in bed and I'm showing him all these funny videos on TikTok and we were just laughing our asses off. And I wasn't, for the first time in a really long time, I wasn't like, oh, we should be up doing the floors or we need to do the dishes or, oh, we need to brush the dog out or whatever, you know, the continuous running of chores list in my brain that's like, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this. I was just in the moment with my husband laughing, not worrying about everything else. And we had the best night subsequently made him his own TikTok and it has been hilarious. I don't know how I've made it so long without him having his own because the videos that he sends me every day are literally gold. They're so funny and he laughs so hard. It's just, I don't know, it just like has, (laughs) it has caused us to be more giggly and more fun and more loving and, you know, after that date on Tuesday, we just have kind of been even more loving with each other and just like, you know, kissing more and wanting to just like hold hands or (laughs) cheesy stuff that you do in the beginning of a relationship, right? And we're about to be, we're coming in hot on 10 years together in a couple months. We've been together for 10 years, married for eight. And 10 years is a long fucking time. And sometimes you go through like the ebbs and flows of not being hot and heavy, right? And I just feel like we needed that moment to breathe together. He needed to relax. I needed to relax. I think when I'm taking the time to prioritize my mental health, it obviously not only makes me feel better, but it makes me a better person. It makes me a better partner and friend and wife. And there's a major trickle effect that happens. So, The whole point is making sure that we are taking time to do what we need to do for us. Today, I'm going shopping. I'm going shopping. I have gift cards from my birthday. My birthday was seven months ago, but I get anxiety, right? And I don't like going places by myself. And um, it's sometimes really hard for me to overcome. But today, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and I'm going to be excited. I'm going to Sephora. (laughs) I got a friends and family coupon from a girlfriend and I have a gift card from my birthday from my husband and I need some new makeup and I'm like, okay, our mall got this big, gorgeous, huge Sephora edition and then I want to go look for some boots because... My husband and I are going to the Machine Gun Kelly concert next week, and I'm so excited to relive my emo side. (laughs) His music is so emo to me. It's like so emo rock, and I love it so much. I'm so down for this new brand of music coming out again. Not new brand, the revamping of like the punk emo rock era. Um... I just am so excited. I got a t- <laughs> I got a t-shirt online. It says Elder Emo. 
I'm fucking obsessed with it. First off, it's like the best quality t-shirt. It fits very nicely. It's very comfortable. The material is phenomenal. And it's actually from, there's a podcast called The Lady Gang. And one of the women is Jack. And she posted on her Instagram the shirt. And I was like, oh, I need that. And she actually made them. And so I got it for the show. Super excited to get all grungy emo, but I want boots. I want some boots really bad. So I'm going to go and try and find some boots and just take myself to town. Take myself to the freaking mall alone on a Saturday. (laughs) Who is she? (laughs) I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really good. So I am going to leave y'all with this. I did get some feedback that you guys like the recaps of the TV shows, but someone suggested doing it in stories on Instagram and kind of recapping while I'm watching it. And I kind of really love that idea. So we'll see. The whole exciting thing about this is that you know, we're doing it together and seeing what works and what doesn't. And I do like that idea because I, I like giving my opinions on it and I'm really excited to share those things and share my favorite shows and talk about them. But that might be a better platform and a better avenue is sharing them on Instagram and then having them like in the highlight section because it would be easier to continue to communicate with you guys. And I really love that idea. So we'll see. I'm not committing to anything, (laughs) but I am trying to continue to regularly put out episodes and that's that. So happy Saturday or happy whatever the day of week it is when you are listening to this. Take care of yourselves. As always, this is Blonde Versations. I am Bren. We will chat soon. Cheers.